I follow you all the time and you are a regular guest on uh, on HSN. And right. quite often, I mean, how many times a day are you on? Like six times, 12 times? Some days. So, I mean, some days it's just one show. Some day, once, in a, once in a while, I might have a day off, which is unusual. Yeah. But when I, you know, but usually it could be, you know, it's usually two, three, sometimes five shows, six shows a day. And what's interesting about what, you know, my situation is because I'm in a category, I have a lot of products in the same category. So they'll give me shows where I might have more than one item in the same show. Right. So that's that has its own unique challenges these days. Now, how much of your your TV work? Because I want to get to Caputo Design. Uh, oh, Caputo Creative. Yeah. Caputo Creative in a moment. But how sure. much of your uh, uh, shopping channel career is done at studio or your home studio or office or, <laughs> or, or <laughs> that, where are you doing it? They, see, that's a great question. It, it kind of depends on uh, several factors. One is how I feel. Two is how my wife feels, because she's the one who actually has to work the, the equipment for me. Um, and then the third is uh, sometimes clients actually pay us to use my studio. So in that case, then it's a no-brainer. I just go and do it. But um, when I'm home, a lot of times I'm just doing what I'm doing now. I'm working by myself. I've got a static camera. I don't use a webcam, but I'll use a, a static camera. And I have a setup that I pretty much use all the time for it. Um, but you know, I've got to move furniture when I do that and I've got to set up the cameras and I've got to do all that. So it's more convenient for my wife if I do it from home in the sense that she doesn't have to like at 5am wake up and come with me to the studio for a 7am show. Like how, um, how close are you to the studio? Uh, my studio is about uh, 12 miles away and uh, depending on the time of the day, it could be a 30 minute drive or it could be like, you know, a 20 minute drive. It just depends. Yeah. On, on what time of day is, but if we go, if we go to my studio, we have it set up where I've got four robotic cameras on the set. And I don't know if you've ever seen any of the shows from my studio, but it's, we have a set, we've got four robotic cameras out there. So I can actually do like three different setups at least, and just go from one product to another, to another, which is nice. But that means that my wife has to be, or somebody has got to be in the control room sure. running the cameras and punching the show for me. So, you know, it's been an interesting year. Let's say that. It certainly has. And, you know, yeah. as you know, I've had uh, Mark Gill on. I've had yeah. Terry Mulatto. Hey, and, uh, yeah, and uh, and I, it's interesting how we've all, I mean, what did Mark say? Mark uh, appreciated the fact that working from home, he's actually got running water, you know, because at, at a studio, you know, it's, you can't have. Oh, it's fake water, yeah. That's, you know. <laughs> No, that's funny. And, you know, it's interesting because people will say, you know, like they're glad that they don't have to drive to the studio, because if you think about it, it's like, a, you know, HSN is very close to my offices where my studio is. Yeah. So for me to go there, it's like a 30 minute drive either way, regardless of where I'm going. And then, um, you know, with HSN, they make me they wanted us to be there two hours before the show. So yeah. A 12-minute presentation suddenly turns into almost, you know, two and a half hours, three hours, whereas yeah. now I can just pop into my studio, just flick on the switches for everything and, you know, be there maybe an hour, 45 minutes before and we're ready to go. So that part's nice. The part I'm, I, that, that has been challenging for me this year, because I come from a production background, yeah. um, is being my own engineer for the entire year, meaning, you know, when you're talking about robotic cameras and you're talking about two different Skype feeds that you have to send in the network and the switcher and, you know, I've got return monitors on the set, program monitors and preview monitors. And it's, you know, it's a lot. Yeah. And I'm the engineer too. So really sometimes I don't even think about the presentation I'm going to do until they're counting me in, you know, because I'm at that point, I'm just running around trying to get all the tech stuff done. So, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I've been a huge fan of yours from even before we met. And I mean, I've been I've been in the uh, show industry now for over oh, I know. decades. And you know, believe it or not, I don't care for sales, but I love showmanship. <laughs> what I love about your work and why I'm a fan, because I mean, you are a wordsmith when you're on air. Uh, you don't use useless words. You know, my, one of my pet peeves watching somebody uh, demonstrate a product that doesn't have, you know, experience uh, mm. when they when they repeat themselves and they go, well, like I said before, uh, yeah. you know, they're they're just trying to fill in something because, you know, if you've said it before, it's not necessary to remind people. Just say right. it again. That's fine. You know, you know. No, and I agree. I agree with that, you know, because um it's interesting, though, because like over the years, when I first started out, I mean, this was back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. I mean, it was a long time yes. ago. You know, I've been doing, <laughs> I think you and I have been doing this for probably about the same time. I've been doing this like 30, 33 years or something like that. Thirty-four. Yeah. Wow. But back in those days, I mean, I was 24 years old when I started at HSN as a show host, and I had no idea what I was doing, you know, and I was trying to uh, kind of do the persona of a show host. You know, or in my mind, what I thought a show host was supposed to be. And you can see when people do that because you're watching them here and you know it's not them. And the minute that I dropped that and I just started being myself, yes, all of a sudden your your believability factor goes up, the trust factor goes up, and people, you know, and you know, it's funny you say that about the words because like I'll listen to what the show host is saying when they're talking to me, but in my mind, you know, it's like playing chess. You're like you're thinking ahead, like, okay, here's where I'm gonna go next, or here's what I'm gonna do. And just pick the right word because if I can if I can say in one word what would take me an entire sentence otherwise yes you know you know I got to save time you know it's like a politician you know they may be yeah. asked a question but they know what they're going to say you know? oh you know yeah that's exactly right yeah we know we know ahead of time where we're going because you know and again I love the uh, the alliteration that is used in in with showmanship I love yeah. the movements I love the I love the whole play and miniature aspect of a pitch. Because yeah. beginning, middle, end, uh, trying to leave out as much detail as the scientific or what kind of plastic it's made out of. Right. You know, I, I remember even when I was uh, not on TV and I was at a show, if somebody asked me a simple question, what kind of plastic is it? I yeah. come up with, it's space age plastic. It's been taking up space in my warehouse for ages. <laughs> I love stuff like that. Well, you know, you know they come they come to see a show, so like, yeah. I like to give them a show. Well, and you got to be entertaining too, and 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 I agree with that one hundred percent. And even on HSN, because like I've been known to say things that are that are, are you know borderline outrageous sometimes, and, and play around with the host, and and I like to have fun, and I like to yeah. joke, and I think that the customers enjoy that when they see you do that. When I watch you do the candor with the, with the host, that is my favorite as well because it's genuine laughter, and I know it's all. Oh, yeah. And uh, and by the way, you know when when you and I first met, uh, you and I, yeah. talked, and it was it was because I was asked to do uh, heat surge. The Amish I remember, places, and you were more than generous with your time to help me uh, formulate a pitch because I had never uh, really done. I mean, years ago I did it a couple of times with the right shammies. But I had never really uh, done a real pitch, and uh, on TV, it was always I was always a show guy. So when I was asked, uh, I must admit it didn't matter how long I pitched for, I was nervous going on. 
Yeah. Well, and it's funny too, because I remember, my gosh, I remember when I first started and I, and, you know, I started doing HSN, I mean, you know, 30 something years ago, I was nervous. You know, it's funny now, um, and people have commented on this and I've seen other guests do it too, that are there all the time. Like we could be having a conversation with somebody right before the cameras go live and then just turn to the camera and start talking. But it's because you've been doing it for so very long. What's always impressed me is the guys like you that have done the show circuits um, you know, you, Mark Gill, ACOS, um, you know, uh, John Florell, um, Anthony Sullivan. I mean, all these guys, because it's interesting to, for me, I'll watch them do their pitches on TV and you can see where they're kind of weaving in that showmanship aspect. That is something that to me is just fascinating. You know, the wordplay that they do and, uh, the banter and then, you know, and you'll even see them set up the host sometimes. You know what I mean? Which I think is really funny because you know where they're going with it. The host, you know, it's just, it's a whole different aspect of it that if I had to do that, I think I'd be nervous. If I had to go out in front of a live crowd and do the same thing, you know, it's yeah. a skill. It's a gift, well, really. I think uh, when you're, when you're doing the same pitch all day long, uh, yeah. all, all, day after day, year after year, I think it's important for the demonstrator or the pitchman to change it up a bit each and every pitch, just so you don't go crazy. Otherwise, yeah. just as well working on a factory line, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I felt that, you know what, it's funny though, because I have felt that at times when I'm doing shows on HSN. And, and that, you know, and this is the funny part too, because when you do shows like that, you know, the hosts, I think one of the things that makes a really good host is they have a great memory, you know? But it's like a blessing and a curse for a guest, because that also means that they remember my presentation. Yes. So. I don't want to say it's like having a heckler, but you know, they'll, I'll be ready to say something or go to like my, my next point and they've already done it. And I'm like, that's great. It's, it's like a comedian having the set before you using your material. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you know, th that's the thing is like, I've had products where I've done them, you know, there was um, when I did the ultimate ladder, even the fireplaces, cause I did them for so many years and because they were so successful, um, they ran it all the time. And there was a time when HSN had two networks. They've had three or four in the past, but at one time they had America store and they had HSN proper. And what they would do is have you do your show on HSN. And as soon as you got off the air, like 30 minutes later, you were on America store. Cause they're like, well, you're in the building, the props are here. So you're just gonna, you know, go to the other side of the campus and do the show, which is fine. But the interesting part about it was that you'd go down there and, and, and at the end of the day, you're like, oh, my God, I think I did like 60 shows this month. Or I did like, you know, 80 shows this month or something insane like that. So at the at the end of like a two year, three year run, I was just like, oh, my God, I never want to talk about this again. I just never want to do this again. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, if, if your job is having lunch with the Queen of England. Yeah. Many years, you don't want to see her ever again. Nope. <laughs> Uh, Lou, with the with uh, with what's going on, I don't want to use the C word, so we'll yep. call it the pandemic. With the pandemic, once it's over, um, how do you see things changing towards uh, moving back into full studio, or will it happen? Do you think a lot of it will remain at home? I am highly skeptical now. If you'd asked me this question two weeks ago, I would have said, oh, yeah, once, you know, because especially where we are here in the States, and, and where I am anyway, here in the States and in Florida, it's you'd walk out on the streets and think nothing happened. I mean, that's, it's crazy down here, but you know, like 60, 70% of the people are vaccinated. So yes, I kind of get it. But I thought that as soon as we started hitting these thresholds that we would be told, okay, everybody's coming, come on back. 
yeah. we're going to start doing the shows from here. Cause I got to believe at a certain point, the customer is going to get tired of like bad Skype feeds, bad audio, you know what I mean? Dropouts. I mean, just all this stuff. I would think that that's the case. Um, but we actually were told like about a week ago that we're not coming back and there's like no end date on that. So I think we're going to be out of the studio for a very long time. And I think the new normal going forward for those of us that do this is going to be alternate broadcast locations. And I've even heard, I had a conversation yesterday with another guest they were talking about a couple of guests getting together and either renting a house or a furnished apartment or something like that, where they could do their shows just so they wasn't going to disrupt their lives at home. Yes. So I, I don't know. I mean, it, that's a long winded answer to a short question, but I think that it's going to be going forward. I think the new normal is going to be, we're going to have to find uh, different ways to do what we do. And, 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 I even have some people, uh, guest, jewelry guests mostly, that come to my studio and have us produce their shows for them that we Skype into HSN because they just don't want to deal with all the tech aspects of it and the lighting of jewelry and just all that stuff. So, Wow. So yeah. with, with uh, Caputo Creative, yep. uh, I, I, I went on this site uh, God, months, and months ago and I watched one of your demo reels. And yep. your, your list of clients are, are super impressive. And what you do is super impressive. So. I have a lot of friends that I know could use your service. I mean, they're, they're, I have a lot of entrepreneur friends. I got a lot of business friends, sure. companies. Explain to them how you can help them with what you do. Okay. Well, so that aspect of the business, and we do a lot with HSN. And if you're somebody that sells product to an HSN, a QVC, uh, Shop HQ, TSC, any, any of those channels, even some of the shopping channels overseas, we shoot a lot of product demo videos, a lot of B-roll that gets used for these. I mean, we do tons and tons and tons of that. And every network's got their own specific way they wanted to do. And I've had too many people tell me they've had stuff that they shot themselves that got rejected. So that's something we've been doing for almost 20 years right now is shooting. In fact, here's an interesting thing. I shot the very first B-roll at HSN. Um, and that's how long ago, you know, that was. But anyway, I digress. No, that's um, the, that's the other aspect of our video question, yeah. Well, the other the other aspect of our business is that we shoot corporate videos. We do a lot of corporate videos. We do a lot of pitch videos for people. Um, we'll do marketing videos. We'll do commercials. We'll do web videos. Actually, we just shot a whole bunch of jewelry videos for social media uh, for a new client. So, you know, we've been doing video. I've got editors. I've got animators. I've got, you know, all of that working for me. Um, Certain aspects of the business have changed, though, in the last year. A lot of my people are working from home. I've got editors that actually took computers from the office to their house now. So, you know, I might see them once a month, maybe, but everything's done over the Internet. So that's kind of interesting. But, you know, if anybody's got a product they want to sell, that's pretty much where we focus. Or, you know, like we've had Champ Sports as a client in the past, Monin Syrups. I mean, these companies that are just big national names, at least here in the United States, Monin's International. But we do, you know, for them, straight up marketing videos. And how can they get in touch with you, Lou? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, you can go to our website, caputocreative.com. Or the other uh, way is you can call our office at 727-541-7544 here in the United States. I appreciate you so much taking the time today. It's really nice to see you again. And one of these, I mean, do you ever get out fishing and boating and drink? I know you get out drinking beer, right? I, again, I follow you on Facebook. So I know you do like your... Uh, your 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 beer, especially the what's it called the, uh, the what's the fancy beer called the, the craft beers? The craft beers, yeah. The, 
I always I'm what you I, I, I'm what you'd call a craft beer aficionado. It's like a it's like a hobby. No, I, I really I really like going to different breweries and trying different uh, concoctions, different beers. And my dream is if I had the money and I actually knew what I was doing, I would love to open a brewery just because I think yeah. it's 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 fascinating. It's a great way to be with people and around people. And the boating and fishing aspect, if I if I were to show you out the window back here, I live on the water. Nice. And my boat's back here, so we do go boating. Um, you know, whenever I don't have shows. Yeah. Um, for you, I've I've seen pictures because I know you used to do acting too, and I've seen yeah. pictures of you. And I never know whether you actually were with law enforcement or the fisheries or whatever, or whether oh. seen from a movie. What's the no. story on that? When you've got a badge on, tell yeah, me. Yeah. Actually, that's that that's an interesting thing. It's funny that you just you hit on that today. I have actually done that for 23 years for real. I've been a, a, a reserve police officer for 23 years. Wow. And a wildlife officer, a conservation officer, specifically what I, what I did, um, I actually retired yesterday. No. After 20, yes, 23 years of law enforcement, and I retired yesterday. So. No. <laughs> Congratulate, because the reason I didn't know, I mean, you fit it so well. Like, you, <laughs> you looked apart, but again... I didn't know whether it was, I thought it could be a, a new Netflix movie. Uh, yeah. No, no, I, no, but I am available if anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Great talking with you. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. I'll talk again. All right, man. Take care. Here.